This is Something to Gnaw On, a short podcast for the Christian with a short attention span or just short on time, designed to give you something to mentally or spiritually chew on throughout your day, a Bible study in bite-sized form, if you will. And I'm your host, Nate Minio. This episode is my Don't Be Naive rant and a bit of STG news. I'm old enough to remember when selling bottled water became a thing. Sure, they were selling water by the gallon and by the five-gallon jug for water coolers, but do you remember when they started selling the little 16-ounce plastic bottles to the average Joe at convenience stores and all the magazine and TV ads for a brand called Evian? And now they have vending machines for water. We used to laugh about it and consider how stupid people must be to pay for what is free. How naive is that? It's really quite funny. Evian was the brand that really kicked it to a new level. And the beautiful irony of the marketing scheme was that Evian, spelled backwards, is naive. N-A-I-V-E. I don't know if that was intentional, but regardless, it's a cold, hard fact. And we'll come back to it in a moment. Today I think I'm just going to ramble, or maybe you call it a rant, but after 44 episodes, I hope I've earned the right to just unload a bit of vision, perspective, or just plain personal opinion. I've been amazed at all that's happened in the last year with the podcast. It was always, and still is to some extent, a matter of putting one foot in front of the other, one episode at a time, one topic at a time. And here we are closing in on a year, and it blows my mind what has been accomplished so far, and we'll talk more about that in the weeks to come. One thing that this time frame and the amount of published content does for us is it gives us an idea of the topics covered and how well we've been covering them. One core value of the Something to Gnaw On podcast is to drive people to gnaw on Scripture themselves. The idea was that these podcasts are not 100% coverage of a topic, so listeners have the opportunity to dig in and do their own study on a topic and let God speak to them on a deeper level about their personal situations. And while the podcast gives listeners the opportunity and the topic, I believe that there needs to be a secondary element of practical tools and skills to accomplish this. It's one thing to own a gold mine. It's another to own the tools to work it and to have the knowledge and the skills to use the tools. And if I may be so blunt in saying it, I fear too many people own the gold mine, or a Bible, and have no tools or knowledge or skills to work it. Consequently, people default to the lowest common denominator or take the path of least resistance and end up getting their understanding of God from the easiest sources available in this culture, social media posts and sermon snippets online, or worse, one Sunday sermon per week. And some would say, what's wrong with that, Nate? And I would say... In and of themselves, nothing. But when they take the place of your personal time getting into the Word and letting the Word get into you, you're selling yourself short. And dare I say, you are naive, spending so much time and ingesting so little from generic external sources when you could be going directly to the Word itself and living with your cup spiritually full daily. Let me put it this way. Getting your Bible input from social media and sermon snippets is like breathing air through a straw. Try it, and you'll understand. A Sunday sermon is good, but try breathing once a week and let me know where you wake up. 
and be sure to lay down before you take that last breath so you don't hurt yourself when you pass out. Scripture is like oxygen to the Christian, and this might be a good place to put a plug in for the episode entitled Death to Pepe. It'll elaborate on this a little more if you haven't listened to it already. You got to breathe in and you got to breathe out repeatedly all the time. It's essential to life both physically and spiritually. You need more than a straw to breathe through, and you need to breathe more than once a week. Several years back, I went on a quick trip through Grand Teton National Park. I laughed while walking through the visitor center when I came to a rack of items for sale, and one looked like a Rust-Oleum spray paint can with a respirator attached to the top. I'd never seen such an item. I knew huffing paint fumes used to be a cheap high for poor drug addicts, but this was quite odd, and they were charging a considerable sum for it. When I realized what it was they were selling, it took me back to the Evian water bottle days. These guys were selling air. Well, more specifically, 100% oxygen, not this polluted mix that we breathe in the flatlands area. And while I'm super humored by the ability of some to make money on selling air, this particular endeavor really has its place. A lot of visitors come to the park from low elevations and don't have time to, or don't take the time to, acclimate to the higher elevations which have what is referred to as thin air. Consequently, some people go on high-altitude hikes and experience what's called altitude sickness, and having this compressed oxygen to breathe is a lifesaver. Anyhow, sorry for the tangent. I'm just amazed at how much we think we have to buy when it can be had for free with a little bit of effort or foresight by taking an extra day to acclimate. Okay, back to the script here. One of the bedrock verses people often overlook in the Christian faith and in the Christian journey, for that matter, comes from Jeremiah's prophetic declaration about the new covenant that we live under. Roughly speaking, it's this, that God would put his law within our minds and write it on our hearts, and each man would no longer teach his neighbors, saying, Know the Lord, for they will know me firsthand, through personal experience, from the least to the greatest. And again, that's a rough synopsis of verses 33 and 34 of Jeremiah 31. You see, God knows you inside and out. That's not a question. The issue is that God wants you to know him inside and out. He wants you to know him personally. Under the new covenant, we no longer need an earthly intermediary. We don't need a go-between. We don't need an elementary school matchmaker trying to coax us into a relationship with God by dropping little info nuggets. And while the work of the local church is absolutely necessary, and Sunday sermons are an absolute necessity, and neither are negated by Jeremiah 31, what if those sermons shifted from being a revelation to you of God's heart, His character, and what He wants to do in your life? What if those sermons shifted to becoming a confirmation of what God has been teaching you all week long, teaching you when you get into His Word and let His Word get into you. I will tell you that this is one of the most beautiful things you will experience. When God is speaking to you through His Word, then you sit down on a Sunday and the preacher you so highly esteem preaches a sermon that looks like he's been eavesdropping on your time with the Lord. This is where you want to be. This would be like drinking from the garden hose on a hot summer day and having the Evian truck pull up to fill their tank from the same well. 
But what too many people do is to put down the hose and pay Evian for what's free. How stinking naive is that? And at some point you have to ask, why do I spend so much time, money, and effort with my mind focused elsewhere, buying water and oxygen that I can get for free, and thereby cheating myself out of such a blessing? Why am I doing that? It may be tempting in this moment to point out that I'm saying these things, and they're captured and shared on social media and podcast forums, and someone's getting ready to play the hypocrite card on me, saying, you're trying to be one of those social media voices too, aren't you? Trying to get people's attention, get likes and shares and all that stuff. Two things I want to emphasize. One, my beef with Christian snippets on social media and other forms of media has to do with the end user, using it as a primary source of connection with God and His Word. And two, my focus for the Something to Gnaw podcast and any other potential spinoff is to not only relay biblical truth, but at the same time spur Christians deeper into their own personal study of the Word, what I call getting into the Word and letting the Word get into you. Or to put it in terms from Jeremiah that listeners would end up knowing God firsthand, not just with a head full of factoids and pithy idioms that cause a person to be that person at church that says amen all the time and that's so good, Pastor. But you're the person who has experienced God, His faithfulness, His presence, His grace, His mercy, His love. You've experienced His guidance, His conviction, His correction, His peace, His provision, His healing. His voice. You've experienced His Spirit. And you've experienced all these things and more firsthand. And with all this in mind, I want to take a brief moment to let you know a couple of things that I'm gearing up for in year number two. I'm working on this with the tentative name, The Gnaw Initiative, as it looks to be a monthly podcast episode within the STGO podcast framework. So most podcasts will be the short parable-style devotional, but once a month I will lay out a Gnaw Initiative episode. The word Gnaw continues to be used as a synonym for meditate. So people don't just read the word, they would meditate on it. They would mentally gnaw on it like a dog on a bone. Remember Joshua's reminder to the Israelites before crossing over into the Promised Land? Quote, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do all that is written. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Joshua 1.8 The focus of this NAW initiative will be to address the tools of personal Bible study with coverage of topics as simple as what Bible to read, how to read it, where to start to the authority of Scripture, the inerrancy of Scripture, to Bible study methods, what questions do we ask while we're reading, to handling difficulties and discrepancies in Scripture, how to talk about the Bible with your children, how to impart its wisdom to your kids, and anything else that fits into this space of building your Bible study skills. You own the gold mine. This will give you some tools to sharpen some of your skills. 
and you can take the initiative to gnaw on Scripture more confidently and effectively. So, on a practical level, just keep an eye out for episodes that have the title, The Gnaw Initiative, and they'll also have a separate thumbnail icon to differentiate them from traditional episodes. And in the end, the goal of this edition is to give listeners practical tools that make their personal time in the Scriptures more effective and life-changing, knowing God firsthand. It's the art of getting into the Word and letting the Word get into you. And you might read up on Jesus' words in John 8, 14, and 15 to wrap your head around that little idea a little bit more. Anyhow, don't be naive. Don't go wasting so much of your personal time on somebody else's study when God can give you the real deal in a one-on-one format. This has been Something to Gnaw On. If you've been blessed by any of the past 44 episodes, please feel free to share. And if you're so inclined, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast. Also, you can find the podcast on Facebook. Just search Something to Gnaw On. In the event that you know someone who could use these episodes, uh, but they have some kind of an aversion to a podcast platform, whether due to technology or having to set up an account or etc., I run into this quite frequently, oddly enough. But anyhow, you can refer them directly to the website, somethingtonaon.com, and all of the episodes are cataloged there and can be listened to for free without establishing an account. Just click and listen. Anyhow. Until next week, God bless.